stage will introducing I Margo. <laughs> well, hello everyone. Come on in and have a seat. Oh, I lost mine. All right. Well, happy Turkey Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gobble sound effects in the background. All right. So, welcome everyone. As you're coming in, I'm going to go over some, some announcements, okay? Okay, so tonight is youth. Tonight, after worship, there's youth. And where, where is that at? Downstairs. Downstairs, okay? And then on December 14th, they're going to do the youth hangout, but it's going to be an ugly sweater Christmas party. So I guess start looking for ugly sweaters now. Okay. Um, December 17th, we're going to have a cookie exchange for the ladies. I'm actually really excited about this. There's a sign up back there. Um, I'm excited because I get a lot of different kinds of cookies out of it. Not lying. So, <laughs> so there's a sign up. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, Christmas Eve candlelight service. Can you believe we're already talking about that? It's going to be here before you know it. So that is going to be Christmas Eve at 6.30. Um, and then we will have a Christmas service because Christmas is on Sunday. So we are going to do a, a, a service that day. So if you would like to come hang out with us because we'll be here, right? So, all right. And then our 21 days of prayer start uh, in January, and that'll be the 8th through the 28th so i i'm sure there will be more to come on that so but other than that have a i'm glad to see you all here are you guys ready for praise and worship Amen. all right let's do it well if you can and you're able please just stand as we get ready to worship together he is worthy of our worship and lord we just come to you tonight ready to praise your name because you are good because you first loved us, and Father, I pray that tonight we can just lay our burdens at your feet and not pick them up as we go back out of the store. In Jesus' name. Last I Satan fall like lightning, and I saw darkness run for cover. Sing the praise. 
you're just so worthy, Lord, and we just give you all of our praise. We give you all of our worship, Lord. I pray that we would be a steadfast church who would be in love with their King. Ones who come prepared, Father, ones who come to the bridegroom with our, not only did they have their oil lamps, but they are filled. Let us not be like the wimp, the five that didn't have oil. They had their lamps. They were part of the way there, but they weren't filled. And God, I pray that we would be filled. Worthy of every song we could ever sing.
All right, it's good to see you tonight. I know they're checking kids in. We're going to give them a second to take care of that. Uh, while we're waiting uh, for the kids to get checked in, um, back at the back there, I know, obviously, uh, Christmas season right around the corner. If you're interested, back on the back table, there are these uh, Christmas devotions called the Wondrous Story. And uh, it's, a, it's a short devotion um, every day starting December 1st and runs through uh, December 25th, obviously Christmas Day. This is the same one we give out every year. Um, so if you're interested in a copy of that, they're free on the back table. Grab it. If we run out, we'll just print up some more. Uh, it's not a high-end production, but something you can have and use. And uh, so if you're interested in that, pick that up and, and make use of it. Um, I think with what Margaret was saying at the front, uh, the youth party coming up, different things happening in December. Uh, the candlelight service on Christmas Eve will involve the kids a little bit, and we'll close out the night with the candlelight, so that's always a great time. And as always, Tish and Mike and the crew have lots of food, so yeah, snacks and 
Um, we do throw a couple bananas out there for you healthy people, but the rest of it's junk, all right? So that's just what we do. Um, anyways, Christmas Eve, we love to get together, and certainly as Christmas, and New Year's, New Year's Day falls on a Sunday this year, by the way, if you didn't know that. We have church always, so if you're not doing family stuff, we will be here and uh, having service. So, uh, tithe and offering, if you have something to give, you can get that. Uh, offering envelopes and chairs in front of you. If not, wave your hand around, and uh, one of the ushers will help you out. And uh, uh, we did take up our annual Thanksgiving offering this past Sunday, but if you didn't get that in, uh, you can keep giving it. It trickles in. It's fine as long as it's in uh, the yellow envelope. They know it's designated for that. And uh, as, as I've been saying, every year we take an extra Thanksgiving offering. It's designated uh, for something that we need to take care of. And this year is to take care of, we ran into some air conditioning issues last summer if you were here on Wednesdays. Every once in a while it got a little hot in here, so the money that comes in for, with this goes towards getting that fixed for this coming summer. And I don't know about you, but I never, I don't like the heat. Anybody with me on that? Just me and Chris. The rest of y'all like it hot. So this is like my best time of year. So in the summer, it gets hot, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. So we're going to get that taken care of. But anyways, um, I'm going to pray over your offering so if you have something you can bring it. Lord, we thank you uh, just to be able to come to your house and worship to be together on this Tuesday night. And uh, we are so thankful for you. And we're thankful for your provisions and what you have always done for us, Lord, and, and well beyond even our understanding, our comprehension, even our, our ability to express it. We're thankful for you. And as we give tonight, it's just an expression. It is, it is a response to your faithfulness in our lives. In Jesus' name, we all say, amen. Bring it if you have something. And why this is up here, uh, a Sunday ago, uh, we had people write down prayer requests, bring them down and uh, put them in there, and we've just been praying over it. So uh, over the next couple weeks before and after church, this is just sitting up on the stage. You're welcome to take time and pray over these requests, and, and uh, we're believing, if we haven't already seen stuff, that God's going to do what only he can do on those requests in there. Anyways, it's good to have you tonight. If you're new with us, by the way, uh, also in the chair in front of you, it's a, a connection card. It's just our way to get connected to you. If you have one, you fill it out. And Kelly right there, wave your hand around. You can give it to her. She has something for you after uh, church tonight, and she'll just talk to you just for a minute. So we appreciate that. All right, Colossians chapter 2, if you have your Bible. We're going to do something different. It's Turkey Tuesday. So obviously a normal Wednesday tonight because of Thanksgiving. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving this week. I hope you are too. So uh, every year we move our Wednesday to a Tuesday for people traveling or, or already cooking and baking and things like that. But I always do something a little different on Turkey Tuesday, so we're going to do that in just a minute. But Colossians chapter 2 and, and verse number 6 it says, therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord. So how many of you have received Christ Jesus the Lord? Okay, so let, let's not get this confused here because um, I, I think sometimes we get this backwards. I understand the wording here, but remember Jesus came and found you. Did he not? Did he reach out to you? Yes. Did he choose you? Yes. You're responding to, to him. So I understand that we receive him, but at the same time, remember, you don't get to receive him on your terms. That's right. You give yourself to him. 
and then you begin to live life on his terms. Now, I know that sounds very like, oh my goodness, but remember, his terms equal freedom and abundant life in him. He's going to teach you what it means to live life as he intends it to be. But yes, we receive him, and, and uh, receiving him as Christ Jesus, the Lord, the anointed one, the Lord, he is the Lord of my life. He's my Savior, but he's also my Lord. He has saved me, but yet he's the king of my life. I just don't want him so he can save me. I also need to learn to want him as he leads my life and directs my life and shows me how to live. That's what lordship is. You know that Jesus is Lord not just when he comes back. He's Lord right now. He is sitting at the right hand of the Father in glory with everything in sub subjection to him. So he is Lord of all things, including me. In other words, he's an authority in my life. That's why I don't get to live this Christianity on my terms. I don't get to put it in where I want it, do the kind of things I want to get out of here, but leave the stuff I don't want. He's Lord. I accept all of it, and I follow him. That's what it means to pick up your cross, to lose your life, to gain life. So we have accepted Jesus, the Lord. And as we're saying here, so walk in him. In other words, uh, as Paul quotes, and it's a very interesting quote that Paul has, uh, in him we live and move and have our being. So walk in him. Now what's very interesting about that quote is that's not original to Paul. He, you know where Paul stole that from? Paul stole that. You know where he took it from? He took that saying, you can study this out, he took that saying from a pagan prophet to the god Zeus. And he stole that and said, let me attribute it to the real God. In him we live and move and have our being. So you live in him, you live by him, you live for him. Why? Because he's Lord, and I don't do this on my terms. Right? So we walk in him. In other words, the way that you live is found in Jesus. And he is the only way of true life. Now, we, we're rooted. In other words, we're rooted deep in him. We're built up in him. And we are established in the faith. In other words, what we believe. The faith. So again, you, you can think about a, a long established tree. What is rooted is much bigger than what you see. Isn't that right? And the roots of the tree is what holds the tree in the storms and the trials and the things that that tree faces in the seasons, the hot seasons and the cold seasons, in the storms, in every season it faces, it is rooted and strong and built up. That's what we are growing into, you know that? Now, you may have been doing this Christian thing, following Jesus, for 30 years. I'm assuming that your roots are strong. You've been there. You've been through it, and you stuck with it. You, you weren't like the seed that was planted along the, the path, and it sprung up so quick that it was scorched and withered and died. You are producing, right? But you may be new at this Christian thing. But I have faith that your roots are going to grow and become strong. 
That's why, that's why I love, I love a multi-generational church in age, but I also love a multi-generational church in spiritual life because we get to help one another. We're examples for one another. And sometimes your spiritual age doesn't match your physical age. Right? You could be, you could be as old as Tom is over here, the elder statesman of our church, and just got saved a week ago. That's good. That's great. And, and, and like the parable of the workers, he gets the same wage as somebody who's living it their whole life and it's his age. Look out. Isn't that right? But I, I believe that each one of us, because we walk in him and we received him as Lord, that we will be rooted strong and built up in the faith. Okay, we'll keep reading here. Just as you were taught, so in other words, they were encouraged to be this way, and getting right to here, and doing all this abounding in what? Thanksgiving. So last week we talked about thankfulness. Sunday uh, we talked about what it means to be content. First Timothy says, godliness with contentment is great gain. So we, we did our whole uh, message on Sunday about that. This Sunday, we're going to go to Matthew chapter 6, Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus said, look, how about we don't store up treasure here, but let's learn how to store up treasure there. And we're going to talk about what that means with contentment and what we've been talking about. But thankfulness, again, is one of the characteristics of the Christian life that doesn't get talked about a lot. Nor does contentment. And I said this last Wednesday, those of you who got kids or grandkids, one of the best things you can build into their life is an attitude of thankfulness. One of the best things you can do. That they are thankful with the provision of God in their life, no matter what the season and trial they're going through. And Paul is encouraging the church that he's writing this to, in this walking with God, you've got to learn to abound in thanksgiving because it shows up in your attitude it shows up in how you treat people and it certainly shows up in your worship what is worship worship is an expression of thankfulness of god who he is and what he has done that's what worship is you, you want to get rid of the idol of self we were talking about this sunday you want to get rid of the idol of self one of the best ways to get rid of the idol of self is to be a person of praise worship and prayer because it reminds you who you are and reminds yourself of who he is. Now, there are a lot of self-made people out there. At least in their own mind they are. Isn't that right? I, I think we can get caught up in who we are sometimes. And, and, and I know that that's not everybody, but there's some people that they, they have a tendency to slide in some pride like that. You realize that even those that don't serve God, their source is him anyways? You know that? The Bible, when, when Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount is talking about loving your enemies, he says God even provides the rain for the unrighteous just like he does the righteous. Doesn't he do that? So, so uh, let's, let's say, you, I've given my life to Jesus. Let's say my next door neighbor has not. 
It's not like when it rains, it just is a bubble around my house of rain and they're just getting scorched because they don't serve God. It doesn't work that way, like that, right? I understand there's blessings and things connected to certain stuff, but the provision that God provides goes for everybody, even the unrighteous. So even those that think they're self-made and they're living life without God, the root of their ability to do that and the resources they have used to achieve that ultimately started with him anyways. They just don't realize it. Our life has got to abound with thankfulness. Abound. That, that word abound, it, it's sort of overflowing. Coming out of you. To, to the point that I think thankfulness, again, shows up in an attitude that other people notice. So I, I, I think I told you this story uh, a long time ago. It's not about thankfulness, it's about joy, but they're, they're connected together, by the way, because when you're thankful, it's easy to be joyful. When you're thankful, it's easier to have peace. When you're thankful, it's easier to be content. These all, they all go together. They're, they're, they're sisters. They hold hands. They, they work together. So uh, a church that I, I was a teenager in that I ended up interning at in Camp Hill, Pennsylvania, there was somebody in the church that their car, their license plate was a, was a personalized license plate. It had the word joy, J-O-Y, the number two, and the letter U, joy to you. That was their license plate. They were a joyful person. One day, they were driving to church, and however far they, they would drive to get there, after a little bit, they noticed that there was a car really close following them. It's Sunday morning. They're driving to church. And, you know, I know for the guys, maybe some of you ladies, you're already turned into a spy novel. You know what I'm saying? Well, I just heard I'm going to hit a side street. You know, whatever they're doing. So they're driving. They pull into the church parking lot, and this person pulls in and pulls up next to them. And they're thinking, there's a problem. I did something, I cut them off, I didn't know it. They're expecting a confrontation. They get out of the car, and the person gets out, and they just kind of look at each other for a second, and the person said, I hope I'm not freaking you out, but your license plate, joy to you, I just had to know what you were doing and come to your church because I need joy in my life. And they said, if you put that on your license plate, there's got to be something there. And they went to church with them. In other words, an attitude of life that shows up that people see, abounding in thanksgiving. Are you a complainer? Or are you a person that abounds with thanksgiving? You, you never want to be known as the person that just complains all the time. Isn't that right? There are times of life when things happen and you do complain. I get it. I've been there. But there is a general disposition that people can get into that no matter what good is happening, we're going to focus on the bad. No matter what's good happening, there's always something wrong. No matter what good's happening, I'm just waiting for the second and third and fourth shoe to drop. We've got to come back and abound in thanksgiving. It shows up again in our worship. It shows up in our attitude. It shows up in how we interact with other people. So Paul is encouraging us as we walk and live the Christian life, one of the big characteristics that should be emanating from us is thanksgiving. So I understand 
our, our holiday on Thursday and the historical reasons why we have it, the blessings of God on our nation and all the, all the wonderful things. I'm thankful to, to be a citizen in this great country. I'm thankful for what this nation affords me. And I, I'm also extremely, even above that, thankful for the provision of God and my salvation and my forgiveness and, and, and all the, the many things that we could talk about. I want to be a person of thankfulness. And every year at Thanksgiving time, we talk about this exact same subject. So if you still happen to come back to this church next year and you show up to Turkey Tuesday, you know what we're going to talk about? Thankfulness. Because we can never be reminded enough about this particular characteristic of the Christian faith. That we live this. You know, we were saying this Sunday, people that are thankful, they're a cheerful giver. They understand the provision of God. They're not worried about having to keep it because they know when the Lord puts it on your heart to do something with it because he is my provider. I'm thankful for provision. I know he's going to be my provider, so I'm a cheerful giver. I don't hold back. Don't hold back. See, when you abound in something, you don't hold it back. You can't. Something overflows from your life. So this is what I want to do for a couple minutes that's different. We got Judah. I think Drew's going to help me. We got little white cards. I want everybody to get one. And if you don't have something to write with, raise your hand up. And I know we just did prayer requests not long ago. This is going to be different. But I want everybody to take a couple minutes and I want you to write down I'm going to say this. I'm going to have you write down at least five things that without a shadow of a doubt you are thankful for. Should be easy. Should be easy. Five things. If you're, if you're watching live stream, I'm sorry this is a different service, uh, but find something to write with. If you're, you're on live stream, write down five things that you're thankful for. I'm going to give you a couple minutes to do this. Because I, I think sometimes we talk a lot, but how about we practice a little bit tonight? How about that? And if you keep going beyond five things, keep writing, turn it over on the back, you know, just keep going. And if you got a pen that doesn't write, raise your hand around, I'll get you another one. If you struggle to come up with five things, I can help you out. I think some basic ones we all can hit. Right? Five things that you are thankful for. you're done already? Man, that was fast. 
He's just staring at me, waiting for me to say something. <laughs> Look, I was a youth pastor for 17 years. Awkward silence does not bother me at all. I promise you. It doesn't fade me. <laughs> Give you a couple more moments. Okay. A couple things. Number one is this. In your daily worship, and it's something I've been saying the last couple weeks, I'm going to say it again. In your daily worship, make it a practice to thank God for something every day. In your, in your daily worship, make it a practice, a habit of thanking God for something every day. Now, some of you that have been in this church for a while heard this before. Some of you are new, so I'm going to share this. So, um, most of you know, unless you're new, that five years ago I went through cancer, chemo, a whole, a whole bit of it. And during the chemotherapy process, it's not fun, okay? It kicks your butt. And they're just days, it, it, it's a physical fight, but it's a mental fight as much as a physical fight. Stay on top of it, right? So, um, I started to learn to look for the good in the days that I struggled. And some of it was really easy. Believe it or not, I see my wife as good in my life. I know, shocker, right? At that time, all my kids were still living at home. My kids were there. So every day, I looked for something good in the midst of life that just wasn't fun in that season. And you know what I found? You know what I found? Every day I was able to find something. I was able to find something every single day. And my most favorite thing that I found was sunsets. And that sounds weird, but the sunset. So every day I tried to catch the sunset because it reminded me that this is going to go down and tomorrow it's going to come up because that's God's faithful. And if God can do this faithfully, he's going to see me through. I just grabbed it. In, in my phone, I have a zillion pictures of sunsets, I promise you. Because I, every time I see one, I'm like, that's incredible. I take a picture. I do. There's a ton, and, and sunrise, too. Ton, tons of sunrise. And it's, a lot of them are just the same, but every day I'm just like, that's amazing. <laughs> and I count that as good. Yeah, I count it as good. It doesn't, but yeah. Oh, the picture, some, yeah, some, some of them are just different. Some of them are just like, wow, it's identical because it's the same colors, and it's usually at the same spot, but you know what I'm saying. So, but yes, it, they're different, but they're the same in a lot. But every day, that's amazing. To me, because finding the good. So working with people, I developed that into something. So if you struggle, what I, what I tell people to do is this. Every day, take a picture of something you think is good. Could be the sunrise or the sunset. It could be a person. It could be, you, you could be watching TV and you, something made you laugh and you take a picture. That was good. It made you laugh in that moment, right? It could be a piece of art. 
that you saw. It could be a tree. Some, and so, so what you do is you do that for 30 days. Then, then you think, you think, over the last 30 days, did I ever have a day that I thought was a bad day? And you'll probably go, yeah, I probably did. But then you'll be able to say, but yet on that day, I found something that was good. I even took a picture of it. I taught myself something. What is that? <laughs> Cooking mama, what is? Can you cook these delicious dishes? Apple Arcade, oh, I was in my, app, my phone app. My, yeah, well, I didn't download that. Anyways, um, how, how, many under, how many understand my point, what I'm getting at? To learn to be thankful. That we are expressing, even when life isn't the best, that God is still good. And, and when I say the things, taking pictures of stuff, you realize, again, these things are all rooted in God. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you did this because this is what I wanted to do. This is where I was headed, and I know live streamers were about to lose you. I want you, I want to take time and hear from some of you right now, and just, you don't, not everybody has to do this, but if you want to, just raise your hand, and I want you to share at least one thing off your list, something you're thankful for. Tom. Mm-hmm. And you can repeat stuff, by the way, too, if you want to. I saw him back here. Mm-hmm. Who else? I'm glad you're here. You got baptized. You're getting plugged in. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Uh, who, who else? Who else? Yeah. You, me? Oh, okay. I do have zero, but um, I am super thankful for my um, relationship, our relationship with our kids. We have Yeah, our daughter just got home from college. She's waiting for us. So, so I'm just really thankful for that. We're going to buzz out of here when church is over and get home to her. What else? Yes, Vinny. Uh-huh. Kiss, wave your hand. Oh, I like it. Who else? Yes. I know Kelly's got something to share. No? That's, that's surprising. Anyways, I know you have something to share, but go ahead. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who else? Who else? Anybody? <laughs> no, I, what I love is, I think we said this, but if you notice that big board back there, we're letting people write on things they're thankful for. And the kids got all over it, which is cool, but one of the kids wrote it under pizza. I was like, score. Yes, we're thankful for pizza. Amen. What else? Yes. Uh, you taking the 
Bill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What else? Yeah. By, by the way, I'm just going to say this, and I know you didn't ask me to, but they're trying to sell a house that's not selling. Let's keep that in prayer that it sells. It got caught in a bad part. Everything was booming. All of a sudden, boom, it's not. And so we need to pray that it goes through so they, it's a burden and gets off their hands. Okay. Yes, Patsy. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, we like you guys, too. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? Anything else? Yes, Johnny. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Good, good. Chris, yes. Amen. 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 So here, here would be a good idea. I don't know what your family gatherings are like at Thanksgiving. You might want to show up with your list. Say, hey, can I talk for a second? Can I just share some things I'm thankful for? And, and it may be an encouragement to somebody, because I'll tell you what, if we could spend a while here doing this still, and I think everybody would leave a bit encouraged tonight. Isn't that right? Because we know, again, the source of, of the stuff that's on, on these papers. That we're, we are, look, we're abounding in thankfulness. And then we're sharing our story it, this is part of sharing your faith, just the goodness of God showing up. Amen? Okay, we're, we're going to just, just close out and, and worship for a second. If you would stand back up. Sonera, I don't know who, who we got coming up here. Let's just do, do a, a song or two of worship, and then, then we'll let you go. I know it was different tonight, but I really wanted to just take time and allow you all to express yourself for a minute. How about in our worship right now, let's express this thanksgiving. Let's express to him our response for the things that we were able to write down tonight.
everybody. We're going to let you roll tonight. Thanks for coming. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Wonderful Thanksgiving. We'll see you Sunday morning. Be blessed as you go tonight. Have a very, very good rest of the week.